0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors, and I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can check out from 6 to 9 every weekday morning at hitthatline.com. You can also check out some great content, interviews, podcasts, videos, articles, everything at hitthatline.com. So be sure to check that out. We're getting closer to Arkansas taking on North Texas this weekend in Fayetteville. I'm going to have a lot to say about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the recruiting side, something I find fascinating and something that somebody asked me on Twitter, so I'm going to get into that as well as an article about from Forbes saying that Arkansas is the 13th most valuable college football team in the country. Pretty big time. And then we'll end the podcast responding to some criticisms that perhaps Chad Morris has taken for attending his son's football games. We'll get into that and a lot more. But let's start with Arkansas recruiting. Now, with Arkansas' season already two games into it and it not looking very promising for here in 2018 if we're just being honest about it and trying to be coy about it, it's going to be tough to recruit that in any capacity. And that's not Chad Morris's fault necessarily, but it is a reality. And one of the questions that was posed to me is how will this season and the lack of success that it will appear to have affect not only the recruiting class that has committed already, but also future recruiting classes when this record is going to be on Chad Morris's. Resume and overall, just not be a very positive feeling uh, going into it. Now, I think it's a good question because when you break it down, nobody wants to play for a program that's a losing program at all. And if Arkansas is to go three and nine or four and eight, which looks like uh, the type of year that they'll have, then yeah, you, you start really asking yourself some questions. And if you're a recruit, you start thinking about, okay what what is my intent where why would i go to a place like arkansas over say alabama or georgia or lsu or auburn why am i doing it where am i going why would i do that and i think it's a pretty simple fix and at least a pretty simple answer to a lot of people why and they've been asking this question is that arkansas is a program that can provide immediate playing time now it's sad that that's the case and usually if you can provide immediate playing time that shows how dire you are uh, at every position because here's the thing folks imagine Arkansas has a four or five star player looking to come to Arkansas and they wouldn't want to play right away is there a single position on the roster that is that can't be touched that is completely fine for next season or the season after that where they don't need a true freshman to come in and play right away I don't see a position like that. If it's a quarterback, they need help. Offensive lineman, they need help. Wide receiver? Absolutely. Maybe running back you can make the argument for cuz they seem to have a pretty plenty amount of talent there, young talent especially. Defensive line, linebacker, well, I mean any position. If you get a good enough player coming in in the freshman class, you won't have to worry about him not getting playing time. That's that's what we're looking at right now. And so if you're Chad Morris and you're going into these kids' households and knowing that you don't have the big-time numbers and the wins and the, the winning culture that you want just yet, I think that that's the most obvious pitch to make to a lot of these big-time recruits. And if and Chad Morris is a smart coach, which I think he is, he will not only utilize that, but utilize it in a way that, hey, you can be a part of something. You can not only play right away, but you can also be an immediate impact and really get some playing time. Because I thought it was also cool, too, that uh, we had uh, Nick Mason on the show this morning on the Morning Rush, and he's he's always following basketball recruiting, so I really I really trust his idea behind this. And he brought up a fascinating point of, you know, there are some players, not a lot of them, not all of them, but there are some players out there that are so good and in their mindset that they feel like, The only reason, oh, if say, for instance, Arkansas came in and said, hey, we need you to play even though we weren't that good last year. And their minds, and those recruit minds, they think, well, the reason y'all weren't good last year is because you didn't have me. Right or wrong, that's how some of them think. And there may be some recruits out there that Chad Morris is looking at that may have that mindset. Now, they have a few more openings uh, to try to get some kids in. I know that they're really going to be looking at some offensive linemen, maybe going the JUCO route or graduate transfer. That's going to be a must on the offensive line especially. Uh, So they they have some spots, and I know that they've done a really good job in recruiting. It's just a matter of how are you going to pitch it to them? How are you going to get your program and show the numbers to these kids, these 18-year-old kids that are getting offers and getting talks from all different types of schools that are big-time programs? How are you going to walk into that living room and say, here's why you need to come to my school. Here's what we got going for us. Here's the problem. Here's where you can fix it. And here's what will be the end result. That's a tall task. But I think Chad Morris and his staff is more than capable of being able to pull off something like this. And if the recruiting class holds, I mean, you're looking at Arkansas having possibly a top 15, top 20 class because they're top 20 right now. And if they are able to keep all those commitments and have them sign, and if they're able to add a few more guys in the three and four star range is what they've been having to do, then it changes things and changes things for the better. It's just a matter of getting to that point and getting people on board and then making the difference. It's a winning thing and winning takes time. Culture takes time. It's going to take time. But... I don't think that anyone needs to look at this season and say, well, the recruiting's going to suffer tremendously. Because even if you look back to Brett Bilma, in his first year, he went 3-9, 0-8 oh in conference. It's the worst season that Arkansas has had since joining the SEC. And it was their only winless SEC season. Might be this year, might add to it. But it was the worst season they've ever had. And Brett, one of Brett Bilma's best classes it was, of course, his first year. But his second year was arguably his second best. So the recruiting did not drop off in that regard. I mean, it was the same thing with Petrino. The Petrino in the 09 class, it was his best recruiting class and was coming off of his worst season where they went five and seven. I know that there were some positive things that happened in that season, but you get where I'm coming from. So it doesn't really affect me and I don't think it affects anybody. In fact, in some ways, it could even be a positive because, listen, if some of these guys are wanting to play right away, but they want to play for Alabama, how many true freshmen are going to step right in and play for Bama? How many do you know? It's just a very rare occasion. Maybe that the quarterback position, I know they've had Tua and Jalen Hurts start as true freshmen or at least a very young freshman age, and that may be the exception to the rule, but Alabama isn't starting true freshmen on the defense or on the offensive line. And there's a lot of teams like I think Georgia's going to be this way. Even teams like, I mean, Texas A&M, he's doing a really good job of recruiting Auburn. And, you know, you name the team. So Arkansas can sell that point and be like, okay, you're a true freshman, you're 18-year-old, you want to play right away? You want to make an impact right away? You want to see the field right away where you're not worrying about doing a red shirt or playing special teams? Come to my school. I'll get you in there. We'll have a lot of energy, we'll have a lot of fun, and we'll have a lot of success with you at the helm. And I think that alone is worth a lot for Arkansas now I'm I'm not trying to tell Chad Morris how to do his job he's better at coaching than me he's better at recruiting than me so I'm never going to try to put myself in that position and try to even come close to saying here's where he's doing good and here's where he's doing bad in recruiting but I do feel like it's at least an interesting question that needs to be posed and just to give everybody uh, an, an idea of what you're looking at just like Aaron Rodgers said relax R-E-L-A-X don't worry about the recruiting. Recruiting will take care of itself. If you're if you're having a year like you're going to have this season and you're still having a top 15, top 20 recruiting class, still be on board. That, that right there is reason enough for excitement for the future. You don't like the season. You don't like the outcome. But you got to appreciate the future and at least be curious of where it's going to go, all things considered that is for sure hey I gotta tell you guys ever since I started this podcast all of you have been asking me for advice and it's usually what team to bet on this week and the truth is I don't know who's going to win but if you think you know you gotta check out my bookie remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie trust me guys they're the best bet this season they've been in business for years they have great reviews online and their mobile site is easy to use i would only recommend this to you guys because you guys have been awesome to me and i am urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win they pay they have in-game live betting over unders for fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business my bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everybody the best service possible get this if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m eastern time at 6 p.m central time They'll give you an additional twenty-five dollars free play on deposits over a hundred dollars. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code on college twenty-five. That's on college the number twenty-five to activate your offer. And visit my bookie online today. That's m y b o o k i e. And don't forget to use the promo code on college twenty-five when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after seven p.m. Eastern time, you can get an extra twenty. $25 for free just by entering that promo code again on college25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait till after dinner and take the extra money. Because with my bookie, when you play, you win, you get paid. You are locked on Razorbacks for Daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the next segment of the podcast. I find this very fascinating. And hopefully uh, you do, too, because I'm all about money, obviously, with the luxurious life that I live in my mansion apartment here. But, uh, you know, Forbes magazine, we all know Forbes. We all read it while we have our corncob pipes and swirling our cup of Earl Grey in the mornings that we read when we're trying to figure out how to make more money. Uh, but they came out with an interesting article talking about college football most valuable teams. Now, this is not athletic departments. This is just strictly a college football program and who has the most valuable teams and I thought this was interesting so, so this is being listed from 2014 2015 and 2016 so as recent uh, of a time that you can get and it's uh, not only giving you the revenue that these programs made themselves in the athletic department but also how much of the profit they made as well now if you were to if I was asking you what do you think the number one team in the country college football would be worth the most a well, you would probably say Texas right I probably would too just considering the fact that they have the longhorn network and all the crap going with them well that's wrong texas is actually number two number one is texas a&m they get 148 dollars or 148 million dollars i should say 148 dollars would not be that much 148 million dollars worth of revenue and they profit 107 million dollars a year that's stupid money absolutely stupid money for a very average football program so they are on the up and up and I would say you know correct me if I'm wrong but I would say that the move to the SEC was very beneficial for Texas A&M just saying so Texas is number two the Longhorns nothing surprising there then you have Michigan three Alabama's number four Ohio State's number five Oklahoma's number six Notre Dame's number seven Auburn number eight LSU number nine Florida is 10 so really no surprise there because you're talking about big time programs programs that have had a lot of success and also programs that have a huge fan base with pretty good sized stadiums and a good alumni base all of that makes sense but you know he's number 13 in the country overall the Arkansas Razorbacks now that's only seventh in the SEC. It's almost like I'm looking at a recruiting ranking, but the Arkansas Razorback football program is more profitable, more valuable than many other teams, not only in the conference, but in the country. Now you think about that and saying seventh in the SEC. Okay, that's not overly surprising. But listen to some of the teams that they're ahead of, though: Penn State, South Carolina georgia florida state usc michigan state wisconsin i mean you're you're talking about big programs that have had big time success clemson's not even in the top 25 now it's not shocking to me that arkansas is at the ranking that they're at at 13 it doesn't surprise me at least not overly but I will admit that it, it, the only thing that does surprise me about this is when you read that list off, Arkansas and relating the success that they've had as a football program in general doesn't add up. Because just to go through, just to go through it, Texas A&M has had some pretty good success. I mean, not the success that they want, but they haven't been horrible. And they're maybe the only one that doesn't stick up at Texas. They've struggled, too, but they've had a big-time program. Michigan's had success. Bama, of course. Ohio State, of course. Oklahoma, of course. Notre Dame, even. Auburn, LSU, Florida. All these teams have had big success here in recent memory. The Oregon Ducks, they're ahead of Arkansas, too. But then just sticking out like a sore thumb, Arkansas. Now, this tells me a few things. It tells me that Arkansas on the business front is a well-oiled machine. I know they get a lot of money from just being in the SEC as well as all these teams do, but there's a reason why they're ahead of a team like Georgia and South Carolina and Ole Miss. There's a reason why. It's not just doesn't have to do with the fact that they're in the SEC. It has to do with the fact that they are a well-oiled business. And they have been. Say what you want about Jeff Long. I, there were some things about uh, the way he handled the program and what he did that I completely disagreed with. But the guy was a great businessman. He made money, and he was able to attract money into the University of Arkansas. Some didn't like the way he did it, but he was able to do it according to the numbers. But this also tells me and also gives me a reason that there's no reason why Arkansas should not be one of the a top-tier program when it, overall when it in the country now I should rephrase that. I shouldn't say top tier that's my bad I should say that they should be a successful program a winning program a team that should never w- lose more than seven or eight games a year because it's all about money in college football right and the programs that have the most money and that are the most profitable are the winning programs or at least they can afford to make sure that they win and I don't think it's any different with Arkansas these programs spend money to win these programs spend money on facilities on coaches on everything they spend it all to win and Arkansas can be that program too they can spend money to win so when I look at this and I try to make sense of it all and try to make sense out of the fact that Arkansas is spent so down the past few years i mean they have been a bad program let's be honest about it they're a bad program right now as bad as they've ever been they were a bad program last year the year before the year before when your best season that you can hold your hat on in the past seven years is a seven and five win total or seven and five record that's not cutting it that's not the way you want to do it and that's not the way you want to handle it if you're arkansas in any capacity They deserve better, and they will get better. And I think Chad Morris is going to be a guy that can really get some things going. But if anyone ever tells you about Arkansas and how you need to know your place, you need to know that you're no better than a seven-win program and anything better than that, you should just get on your knees and thank God that you even got to that point. Don't listen to that bullcrap. Let the numbers speak for themselves. Let it show how much the, the money you bring in. Money should demand results. Plain and simple. By this Arkansas, if you're just using this ranking, this Arkansas team, this Arkansas program, should be the seventh best program in the SEC. Would you take that? I mean, I would. If that means the only teams you finish behind is Alabama and Auburn, Florida, LSU, teams like that, Texas A&M, or at least you're in the mix against those programs, you take that absolutely. $92 million of revenue, $54 million profit. That's actually tied with Oregon, who's ahead of you. So technically, that's all you say is even 12th. That's big-time money. And again, that's another reason why you should never accept mediocrity. Because the money comes out, folks, and money means everything in college sports, especially in today's day and age. And if you're a program like Arkansas, that's the 13th most valuable program in the country, four and eight seasons aren't going to cut it and should never be accepted. Just another reason why mediocrity should never happen when it comes to the Arkansas football program. Aren't you glad football season is back? I know I am. And it's fantasy football season as well, and FanDuel has never been more fun or easier to play. If you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the best place to play. And FanDuel has something for everybody, and there are more ways to win than ever before. If you don't believe me, how's this sound? This season, FanDuel is running a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. This is the biggest free Survivor Contest ever, and here's how it works. You pick one team to win each week, and you can't reuse that team again for the rest of the season. This locks before week one, so don't miss your chance and sign up Now, I've been doing FanDuel now for the past couple of weeks. I got to admit, I haven't done it before this was all new to me but how easy it is to use how much fun it is and how cool it is to win money because we all love to win money FanDuel is the place to go especially if you're not a fantasy football guy but even if you're a fantasy football guy it doesn't matter you like to win money so win some money at FanDuel to get into that free $250,000 survivor contest go to FanDuel.com slash locked on that's FanDuel.com slash locked on new users get a $20 bonus and they make it when they get their first deposit on FanDuel so come play with me today and win some money at fanduel.com slash locked on. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the final segment of the podcast here, the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Uh, This is something that I think is really blown out of proportion, really stupid, but people have been wanting me to respond to it on the podcast. So, uh, you know, that's what I do. I do stupid stuff and I respond to stupid crap. And that's why I usually make it for my last segment of the podcast for such stupid topics. But Chad Morris has been criticized. And when I mean criticized, I'm talking about people going on message boards or on Twitter and criticizing Chad Morris. For going and watching his son play in Texas on Friday nights before a game, flying down there to watch him play, and then they think it's distracting from his preparation as head coach. Now, I think this is a really extremely stupid criticism. I think this doesn't have any impact or any indication on what the team is about or how the team's going to perform when it comes to the games on Saturday. The game against Colorado State was not lost because Chad Morris went and watched his high school son play football. It's not. So why even bring it up? Why even make it about that? It's just really foolish. And I don't blame Chad Morris at all for doing what he's doing. And because here's the thing too, folks, you got to know this and you got to understand. Chad Morris's son, Chandler Morris, plays at Highland Park in Texas. One of the most historic and winning programs in the entire state of Texas. And he himself Chandler Morris is a big time quarterback prospect he's got offers to Oklahoma and Auburn as a quarterback I could be wrong it looks like Arkansas could use a quarterback in the coming year so that's nice within itself but do you understand the quality of players that not only play for Highland Park but also the quality of players that Highland Park will be going up against in these games do you have any clue You're talking about guys that are five stars four stars big time players that every school is going to be after and chad morris is going to be there in person to watch his son and i think that that's his first and foremost priority is to watch his son but he's also not stupid he understands that he can also go there and spectate and watch a lot of these big time recruits when they go out and they play in these games he's not stupid and i think it's a brilliant idea and it's something that he can be seen doing wearing all of his razorback gear watching his son and using it as a recruiting tool within itself. It's a brilliant thing. Now, I think it's overblown a little bit because just because a couple of morons on social media sent tweets that then it becomes a national story. It's really dumb. It's very dumb. And but that's what sometimes uh, Arkansas media and national media do is they take a couple of tweets and they say, oh, here's a story. So let's run with it. Um, So I don't think it's a very good indication of what Razorback fans as a whole think but I do believe that the criticisms that anyway may throw at him for that reason are unsubstantiated. There, there's no reason for them. And so if you're listening to this podcast and, that, and you're somebody that feels like you have a problem with Chad Morris going and watching his son play, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, football isn't who to, what defines Chad Morris. It's what he does, as he would always say. So if you're a father, you tell me. You seriously tell me, if you're listening to this and you're a father, that you would give up – watching your son play football because of your job may not like it but you're going to tell me you're going to do that you're going to not yeah sorry son I can't make it I got work you really going to do that I I doubt it right wrong or indifferent I doubt it so don't give Chad Moore's crap for it because every one of you would do the same thing this is a non-issue but yet some of you making it into an issue you're extremely stupid sorry to say it that way appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today be sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes also on google play you can check it out there we're on stitcher we're pretty much on everything i mean my goodness it's just blowing up the way it is and the amount of subscribers and the listens we're getting each day is absolutely awesome so thank you so much for being a part of that and listening in and we're going to keep it going and we're going to build this into the great greatest podcast of all time and i mean it already is but let's let's keep that title shall we Let's keep making that happen. So be sure to share with all your friends, give a great review, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.